Is being right to you more important than keeping a relationship? Is being right to you more important than the final outcome? Is being right to you more important than doing right? Ever heard that winning doesn't mean you won? Ever heard that being right doesn't mean you did right? Ever heard that it is more important to live humbly and ready and willing to defer than to living to always be right? Do you have the courage to relinquish the desire to always be right in order to ensure peace in your relationships? Do you have the boldness to do what is right rather than trying to always be right? Are you more interested in your relationship to be right or to be happy? Are you more interested in being right than reaching shared goals? Are you more interested in being right than being able to learn and grow with one another? Let's pause and consider what God's Word has to tell us before we start today's devotional. Greater than as a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, when He ascended on high, He took many captives and gave gifts to His people. What does He ascended mean except that He also descended to the lower, earthly regions? He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens, in order to fill the whole universe, so Christ Himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers, to equip His people for works of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves, and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of Him who is the head, that is, Christ. From Him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love, as each part does its work. Greater than. Greater than Ephesians 4 1-16. So today are you ready to live a life that will glorify God more than always trying to be right? Are you ready to live a life that shows the desire for unity? Are you ready to live a life that demonstrates maturity? Are you ready to be doing right more than being right? Are you ready to be doing good more than being right? Are you ready to get started down this road? Dash. The One Year Daily Insights. With Zig Ziglar and D.R. Ike Rygert. For December 22nd. Dash. Being Right by Doing Good. Dash. Memory Verse of the Day. Greater than and let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Greater than greater than Galatians 6 9-10. Dash. Let's get additional context and more details by grabbing additional verses and using the Amplified Version. Greater than brothers, if anyone is caught in any sin, you who are spiritual, that is, you who are responsive to the guidance of the Spirit, are to restore such a person in a spirit of gentleness, not with a sense of superiority or self-righteousness, keeping a watchful eye on yourself, so that you are not tempted as well. Carry one another's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the requirements of the law of Christ, that is, the law of Christian love. For if anyone thinks he is something, special, when, in fact, he is nothing, special except in his own eyes, he deceives himself. But each one must carefully scrutinize his own work, examining his actions, attitudes, and behavior, and then he can have the personal satisfaction and inner joy of doing something commendable without comparing himself to another. 
for every person will have to bear, with patience, his own burden, of faults and shortcomings for which he alone is responsible. The one who is taught the Word, of God, is to share all good things with his teacher, contributing to his spiritual and material support. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked, he will not allow himself to be ridiculed, nor treated with contempt nor allow his precepts to be scornfully set aside. For whatever a man sows, this and this only is what he will reap. For the one who sows to his flesh, his sinful capacity, his worldliness, his disgraceful impulses, will reap from the flesh ruin and destruction, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. Let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap, if we do not give in. So then, while we, as individual believers, have the opportunity, let us do good to all people, not only being helpful, but also doing that which promotes their spiritual well-being, and especially, be a blessing, to those of the household of faith, born-again believers. See with what large letters I am writing to you with my own hand. Those who want to make a good impression in public, before the Jews, try to compel you to be circumcised, just so they will escape being persecuted for, faithfulness to, the cross of Christ. For even the circumcised, Jews, themselves do not, really, keep the law, but they want to have you circumcised so that they may boast in your flesh, that is, in the fact that they convinced you to be circumcised. But far be it for me to boast, in anything or anyone, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom the world has been crucified to me, and I to the world. For neither is circumcision anything, of any importance, nor uncircumcision, but, only, a new creation, which is the result of a new birth, a spiritual transformation, a new nature in Christ Jesus. Peace and mercy be upon all who walk by this rule, who discipline themselves and conduct their lives by this principle, and upon the, true, Israel of God, Jewish believers. From now on let no one trouble me, by making it necessary for me to justify my authority as an apostle, and the absolute truth of the gospel, for I bear on my body the branding marks of Jesus, the wounds, scars, and other outward evidence of persecutions, these testify to his ownership of me. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, my brothers and sisters. Amen. Greater than. Greater than Galatians 6 1-18. Dash. Points from the devotional. Ever heard someone say something like no good deed goes unpunished? Sounds strange right? Ever experienced or seen where it seems to play out? Ever tried to do the right things and have the wrong outcome? Ever tried to do the right things and have it blow up in your face? Ever tried to do the right things and have others get upset with you? Are you more interested in pleasing people or pleasing God? Do you realize that by doing good deeds never backfires with God? Are you more interested in your heavenly rewards than temporary earthly ones? Are you grabbing hold of God's promise that when we do the right thing to help people He will reward us? What comes to mind when you think about doing good? Are you paying enough attention to be able to notice positive things in other people's lives? Are you ready to do good when you notice that to the point being able to complete Mao and affirm it in their lives? Are you ready to do good by being available to be a good listener when someone needs to talk? Are you ready to do good by speaking and love the truth into someone's life? Are you ready to do good by confronting someone about their bad behavior or actions? Are you ready to do good by setting aside your personal agenda and preference to helping someone else? How are you ready to do good? When an opportunity to do good comes up will you be ready to respond? When an opportunity to do good comes up will you respond and act? Today you will have at least one opportunity to do good, will you be ready, will you react, will you respond in love and do good? You do realize you are being watched right? What type of a role model are you being? Are you treating your brothers and sisters in Christ in a way that the world will notice and realize how we love one another? 
Are you loving your brothers and sisters in Christ so that people realize that you aren't putting on an act but rather are authentically loving others? Are you a doer of the word rather than just a reader or speaker of the word and doing lip service? Are you ready to be living a life of doing good so that others will realize that faith in Jesus makes a difference? Will you decide today to live your life doing good works that God has prepared in advance for you to accomplish so that both you and other can experience how faith in Jesus makes a difference? Dash. Discussion topics from today's devotional. Who are some people you know who are examples of those who do good? What are some things you can do today for others? Dash. Quotes from today's devotional. Greater than we must first be made good before we can do good. We must first be made just before our works can please God. Greater than. Greater than Hugh Latimer. Dash. As we continue through December we have finished the readings of the Tanakh and I thank Seferia for their resources in helping me to see the Old Testament in a new way and my friend Lionel for having shared this tool with me. As we kicked off December the idea my wife brought up came to mind about going through the book of Luke, who was a doctor, which happens to have 24 chapters so that we can read one a day and complete it in time for Christmas. To get as many details from this I am going to use the amplified version to try and grasp all the details Luke gives us to consider and learn. So today we will read Luke 22. Greater than now the festival of unleavened bread, which is called the Passover, was approaching. The chief priests and the scribes were looking for a way to put him to death, for they were afraid of the people, who listened devotedly to his teaching, and who respected his spiritual wisdom. Then Satan entered Judas, the one called Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, disciples. And he went away and discussed with the chief priests and officers how he might betray him and hand him over to them. They were delighted and agreed with him to give him money. So he consented, and began looking for a good opportunity to betray Jesus to them, at a time when he was, separated from the crowd, because the people might riot or stop them from seizing him. Then came the preparation day of unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. So Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare the Passover meal for us, so that we may eat it. They asked him, Where do you want us to prepare it? He replied, When you have entered the city, a man carrying an earthen jar of water will meet you follow him into the house that he enters. And say to the owner of the house, the teacher asks, where is the guest room in which I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large upstairs room, furnished, with carpets and dining couches, prepare the meal there. They left and found it just as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. Greater than. Greater than when the hour, for the meal, had come, Jesus reclined at the table, and the apostles with him. He said to them, I have earnestly wanted to eat this Passover with you before I suffer, for I say to you, I will not eat it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he said, Take this and share it among yourselves, for I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine from now on until the kingdom of God comes. And when he had taken bread and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body which is given for you, do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way he took the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup, which is poured out for you, is the new covenant, ratified, in my blood. But listen, the hand of the one betraying me is with mine on the table. For indeed, the Son of Man is going as it has been determined, but woe, judgment is coming, to that man by whom he is betrayed and handed over. And they began to discuss among themselves which one of them it might be who was going to do this. Greater than. Greater than now a dispute also arose among them as to which of them was regarded to be the greatest. Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles have absolute power and lord it over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. But it is not to be this way with you, 
On the contrary, the one who is the greatest among you must become like the youngest, and least privileged, and the one who is the leader, like the servant. For who is the greater, the one who reclines at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at the table? But I am among you as the one who serves. You are those who have remained and have stood by me in my trials, and just as my Father has granted me a kingdom, I grant you, the privilege, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and you will sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, Peter, listen. Satan has demanded permission to sift, all of, you like grain, but I have prayed, especially, for you, Peter, that your faith, and confidence in me, may not fail, and you, once you have turned back again, to me, strengthen and support your brothers, and the faith. And Peter said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death, Jesus said, I say to you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will, utterly, deny three times that you know me. And he said to them, When I sent you out without a money belt and provision, bag and extra, sandals, did you like anything? They answered, Nothing. Then he said to them, But now, he who has a money belt is to take it along, and also his, provision, bag, and he who has no sword is to sell his coat and buy one. For I tell you that this, Scripture, which is written must be completed and fulfilled in me, and he was counted with the criminals, for that which refers to me has its fulfillment, and is settled, they said, Lord, look, here are two swords. And he said to them, It is enough. Greater than. Greater than and he came out and went, as was his habit, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. When he arrived at the place, called Gethsemane, he said to them, Pray continually that you may not fall into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, and knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup, of divine wrath, from me, yet not my will, but, always, yours be done. Now an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, deeply distressed and anguished, almost to the point of death, he prayed more intently, and his sweat became like drops of blood, falling down on the ground. When he rose from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping from sorrow, and he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you may not fall into temptation. Greater than. Greater than while he was still speaking, a crowd came, and the man called Judas, one of the twelve, disciples, was leading the way for them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. And Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When those who were around him saw what was about to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus replied, Stop! No more of this. And he touched the ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and officers of the temple and elders, of the Sanhedrin, who had come out against him, Have you come out with swords and clubs as you would against a robber? Day after day when I was with you in the temple, you did not lay hands on me, but this hour and the power and authority of darkness are yours. Greater than. Greater than then they seized him, and led him away and brought him to the, elegant, house of the, Jewish, high priest. And Peter was following at a, safe, distance. After they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter sat among them. And a servant girl, seeing him as he sat in the firelight and looking intently at him, said, This man was with him too. But Peter denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. A little later someone else saw him and said, You are one of them too. But Peter said, Man, I am not. After about an hour had passed, another man began to insist, This man was with him, for he is a Galilean too. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. Immediately, while he was still speaking, a rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked at Peter. 
And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had told him, Before a rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly, deeply grieved and distressed. Now the men who were holding Jesus in custody were mocking and ridiculing him, and treating him with contempt, and beating him. They blindfolded him and asked, Prophesy, who is it that struck you? And they were saying many other, evil and slanderous, things against him, blaspheming, speaking sacrilegiously and abusively about, him. Greater than. Greater than when day came, the council of the elders of the people, Sanhedrin, Jewish High Court, assembled, both chief priests and scribes, and they led Jesus away to the council chamber, saying, If you are the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed, tell us. But he said to them, If I tell you, you will not believe, what I say, and if I ask a question, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. And they all said, Are you the Son of God, then? He replied, It is just as you say. Then they asked, What further need of testimony do we have? For we ourselves have heard it from his own mouth. Greater than. Greater than Luke 22 1-71. So where are you at today? Do you know right from wrong? Do you have a non-changing definition for right versus wrong? Are you ready to be more interested in doing good than being right? Are you ready to be more interested in learning and building a relationship with God? Are you ready to invite Jesus into your heart and life today? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you in prayer asking for the forgiveness of my sins. I confess with my mouth and believe with my heart that Jesus is your Son, and that He died on the cross at Calvary that I might be forgiven and have eternal life in the kingdom of heaven. Father, I believe that Jesus rose from the dead and I ask you right now to come into my life and be my personal Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins and will worship you all the days of my life. Because your word is truth, I confess with my mouth that I am born again and cleansed by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. Did you pray with me? Would you be willing to leave me a comment so that I can pray with and for you about such an incredible decision? Or if you don't feel comfortable leaving a comment on my blog, why not email or text me instead? Dash.